Benifer is back. Brad and Jen are friends again. And Paris Hilton is somehow still making headlines. 20 years later, we're living in the world that the 2000s tabloids created. On this series, I'm going to tell you the story of a decade of American life through the trash we love to consume. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Claire Malone, and this is Just Like Us, the tabloids that changed America. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. first installment of the Ringer Gambling College Hoops Primer, and we have hit the home stretch. It's amazing how college basketball has kind of snuck up on the gambling world. I mean, it's obviously been going on for the last two and a half to three months. We understand that. But with now the football season clearly done in the rearview mirror, we're a couple of weeks away from conference tournaments. The NCAA tournament is basically about a month away. So I figured, let's welcome in my main man. He's over at SI. Now he's the odds extraordinaire. My buddy, my pal, the UConn great, Matt Ehalt. What's up, Easy? How you doing, baby? JJ, thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. And the check is in the mail for such a uh, warm uh, welcome. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um, do you feel like now with football season over, it's like full tilt? full-fledged college hoops from a betting standpoint. I mean, listen, obviously the NBA is going on and we have All-Star Weekend. The NHL is going on. Baseball's nowhere in sight. But I feel like from a betting, but looking at it from like a better's eye and like a better's perspective, all these futures odds, games every day, it's really a great sport to bet, Maddie. It's a great sport to bet. I, I, I'm with you 100% because I think there's also so much uncertainty like, my my issue with the NBA is always I think the NBA the season doesn't matter until about June first like let's be honest like the NBA is basically four teams you know who it's probably going to be and it's just a it's just basically a long season till you get there and like you said baseball who the hell knows what they're doing at this point so really college basketball I mean JJ we could go down the list you could make a case for any of these teams like like I do think Gonzaga is the best team in the country 
but I wouldn't be stunned if someone beats them. Like, I think the field is wide open this year. Because well, the I think- odds indicate that. The odds indicate that. Look, Gonzaga burned me last year. I thought they were going to win a national title. They have the Jalen Suggs play against UCLA, and then they lay a complete egg and got smoked by Baylor. Well, let's be honest. Baylor looked like the vastly superior athletic team and just the superior team, period. Um, I'm not it surprised, was, It wasn't though. a close game. They no, got the game was over in five minutes. You they nailed got it. The game was yeah. over in five minutes. But the odds makers, again, are installing Gonzaga as the favorite. And I think they're installing them as the favorite twofold. They got an NBA stud in Holmgren. We all know that. But what they also bring to the table is that they are going to be a one seed. Unless they slip up in the WCC, and even if they do, I still think they'll end up on that one line. They value that. It's easy to get to the Final Four. Therefore, it's easier to win a national championship. But easy, I don't see any value in taking Gonzaga plus 410, the way I see it. I don't see value there. I'm 100%. I mean, I'm I'm one of those people. I hate taking favorites and futures betting. I just don't think it's fun. Um, I always try to go for the value play, which, uh, you know, sometimes burns me. Uh, But no, you're getting getting Gonzaga at essentially nearly double the the rate of everybody else to get like an Arizona or Kentucky or even Auburn. Like you got to get in, you know, twice as much. No, I, I don't. I just don't see value. And also like. I know this might be a simplistic take, JJ, but like, can I can I see Gonzaga win a big game? Like, like I, I I'm sorry, but at a certain point, it like I know they get there all the time, but like they they don't win. And, and like I get it, like every team that's what follows them. But at a certain point, it's like I, I don't know. Just Gonzaga playing in these big games sometimes is like I, I got to see them like win one of these before I'm like okay, I can trust you with my futures money. I, I don't know, and I know that's simplistic, but like. Gonzaga burns a lot of people all the time. Yeah, and listen, one of these years, they are going to cut down the nets. They are going to win a national championship. But again, at plus 410, with this year being the way that it is in college basketball, I'm not about that action. And if you're looking at the futures odds currently, Gonzaga is the favorite at plus 410. Arizona and Kentucky are both at 850 over at FanDuel. And Kentucky has played great. Arizona is another one of those teams. They're super athletic. They're playing in a much better Pac-12 this year. I don't know if I'm willing to invest in Arizona. I'm passing on either one of those, too. And I know Kentucky, listen, has Cal. They have done it a different way. This is It's funny, Easy. Normally, you think of Kentucky. You think of one-and-dones. You think of, like, you know, diaper dandy galores. This is a veteran Kentucky team. I just don't think it's as talented as other teams Cal has had, like, I if I have a choice between Auburn or Kentucky to take to win the national championship, I'd rather have Auburn at ten to one in Kentucky at plus eight fifty. I think Auburn's a more dynamic team. Yeah, and I mean, especially with the guys they got and who could be going to the NBA and stuff. I mean, Auburn really. I I know they had their slip up recently, and I'll tell you what, JJ, the team, the team. I I don't know. Call, call me call me a cynic here. I, I I don't. I'm not against betting Duke. I mean, I just think Shashevsky's final tournament. Duke notoriously gets a good whistle. Like, come on, we really think he's going to get, get every call. Well, you think well, they're going to get a issue. foul call? I'll tell you my them. issue with Duke, and I don't mind it. At fourteen to one, you're getting that's good what I'm number. saying. The odds you're getting, you're Duke. getting a good number. But right. I've watched a lot of Duke this year. Being a guy who's watching a lot of ACC basketball, aside from Paolo, they are not a great offensive team. This is not the same sort of firepower right. that you're used to seeing from a Duke team. Like, they are, you know, at times offensively challenged. 
And I fear that could end up biting them in the ass in the tournament. But yeah, I mean, listen, they're going to get every call. My, my concern is call. they've had a few bad losses this year, or, or not bad, but they've had a few games that they shouldn't lose, um, like losing to Miami at home, uh, losing to UVA at home. Um, so they've had some questionable losses. Um, but I just look at, I just don't think Duke's going to have a foul called on them in the final five minutes of any game in the tournament. Um, then again, they usually don't anyway. Um, but like, when you have the best player on the floor, that goes such a long way. But but you're right. But I mean, if this was a thing, JJ, where I was getting Duke at like seven to one, I wouldn't want to touch it because there's no value there. But like you said, if the odds you're getting them, when you start getting into double digits with Duke, like for example, I'll, I'll look up a team that's like right in the range of them, them or Purdue. I know Purdue's got an offense, but Purdue's they like, never win. When, when I'm with you a thousand percent. No, thank you. Hard pass. The closest Purdue came was a couple of years ago when they had Virginia beat. I'll give them credit. They should have beaten Virginia that year. And who knows? Maybe we're talking about them winning a national championship. But historically speaking, you look to fade Matt Painter's teams in the right, tournament that, whenever you can. So, so if I'm getting similar odds with Purdue as Duke, like I don't even think it's a question. I go with Duke because they've got, you know, arguably the best player in the country or one of them. And like I said, you got Krzyzewski final tournament. I, I mean, I know that's kind of like playing up the storylines. But when, when you're looking around some of these teams, right, you assess the weaknesses and I'm sorry. I just like, I just can't buy Purdue as a national title. Even for as good as their offense is, I just can't, I'm just not buying. I, I just, like you said, Purdue doesn't win big games. Okay. I'm giving you two. I like from a future standpoint, one I'm already invested in one. I'm going to invest in. I'm on Kansas this year and they okay. kind of fit the bill of a team that never wins in the NCAA tournament. I'm well aware of that. But they got a ton of guys coming back. They add Remy Martin, who's played in the tournament from his days with Arizona State. And they're super long. They're super athletic. I think they're going to be battle-tested playing in that Big 12 this year. Big 12's got a lot of good teams. They're at 14-1 to over at Fandle. I got Kansas at the beginning of the year at 15-1. to I'm in on that easy. I'm in on that. And the other one I like that I might sprinkle in because I think the number now has gotten low enough where you can really. I, I'm wondering if we're on the same team here because there's one I see that I think is like, okay, it, it like it's it's a little too appealing. Uh, are you thinking UCLA? At UCLA. To one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because that's a team that went to the final four. They basically brought everybody back. They've gone through a little bit of a lull throughout the regular season. But, man, I mean, that team pushed Gonzaga to the brink last year. And they were missing a couple of their top guys, if you remember, in that particular game. Yeah, they, man, were to to they were a top this five team a week. They were top five team a week ago. I this is like, a good, I'm telling you, this is a good buy-low opportunity with UCLA, 23-1 to one to win a national title. I, I mean, like, you look at the odds right now, right? Like, Baylor is getting better better odds than, than UCLA on what? They just lost their guys, you know, like, I, I'm not, like, you know, Villanova's right in that range, like, Hey, all the respect to Jay Wright, the Big East goes to Villanova. This that is not, is not a national this, title no, team. This is, this is no like way. one of the worst Villanova teams they've had in a while. You know, Illinois, I know they're a little bit of a long shot, but come on, when you get clowned by Rutgers the other night, hey, Rutgers is playing well, but like you go on the road, you get destroyed. Like, like I, 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 yeah, I mean, UCLA, a team that made a, a, a final four last year um, at, 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 you know, 20, 20 to one odds, I mean, in a field that's wide open. And with the, the guys that they've got and who they brought back, I, I mean, yeah, like, 
I, again, this is where I just go back. You're giving me Purdue at 10 to 1 or UCLA 20 to 1. It's not even a thought. Like, well, I, it's I, numbers. You're playing right. numbers more than anything right. else. And I'm going to give you one more. It's a super long shot, and we're going to get to them because they're playing in one of the bigger games this weekend. Alabama at 50 to 1. I'm not saying they're going to win a national title. I'm just saying from a numbers perspective, with a team that can shoot the ball as well as Alabama. Now, Alabama, listen, they're a team that lost Iona, for goodness sakes, and Rick Pitino. So they can lose because they don't play great defense. And normally, that ends up biting you in the ass in the tournament where if you're getting smoked defensively, you're not going to keep advancing. But 50-1, to man, that's a team that was a top seed last year. They have some monster, monster wins this year. It's been about consistency for Nate Oates and that crew. 50 to 1 easy? Uh, that's a good number right there. And I, I think Nate Oates is one of the best coaches in the country. I mean, I think when you buy into a team that has a great coach and, and you know, the, the what they've been able to do and stuff, you know, they're, uh, you know, they, they're really playing. They're finally, you know, they're playing some good ball. They've won three straight, 17 and 9. So, yeah, you're getting value on them. And I mean, but like you said, JJ, the one thing is, and I don't know if this still upholds, I don't know if last year's champion, I didn't dig in, but historically there has been that trend that like every national champion team does have that like Ken Palm top 25 offense, defense type of thing. And I don't know if it shifted the last year or two, but like historically, so yeah, Alabama does have the issue. I mean, if you look at their Ken Palm right now, they're 66 on defense. Okay, that's not what you'd like to see. But like you said, when we're talking 50 to one odds here, you, you're going to have flaws. Like you're not going to get the team at 50 to one. That's like top 10 offense and defense, or otherwise you'd be getting them at like two to one, you know, one to one, two to one, those kind of money. Uh, before we get into these games for the weekend, are you a guy that really analyzes the metrics of Kempom when thinking about a future bet or thinking about teams that you want to ride throughout the NCAA tournament? Because there are some Kempom teams that like, yes, like the idea that you're top 20 on offense, top 20 on defense, I'm going to value that. I'm going to appreciate that. But you also know, easy, there are certain teams that are darlings of the metrics that maybe are over, dare I say, oh, yeah. rated or no. overinflated. Like you look at some teams, you're like, how are they 25th in Kempom when they're only a game over 500 this year? Well, I, I do it. I find it's helpful, JJ, for when you're trying to pick those 12, 13 games and it's a team that you've maybe seen once or you can't even name their mascot. And so you're trying to look up like, you know, uh, you know, like uh, I'm just making up a school here, Grand Prairie State or something. You're like, well, I've never seen them play. I don't even know where they're located. Let me look at their Ken Palm things. Because sometimes that tells you, like you can look at, at least I find, hey, this team has an elite offense or something, or hey, this team has an elite defense. So I like to look at Ken Palm sometimes for those teams because it gives me an idea of, what do they do well and can it be kind of used against the five seed they're playing or something like if you find sometimes a five seed who is not great on defense or something they're playing one of these you know mid majors who have a dynamic top, you know offense that just score score scores you can look at it and say hey they could give these guys some problems so i kind of like those to to look a little bit more and i also think in some ways it weeds out kind of some of the teams that maybe and i don't want to say like fraud but i think sometimes it gives you a little bit of an insight into a team like like we just looked here right like we just talked purdue let's talk purdue right number one offense 98th on defense does, does that scream a team that's winning a national title when they're 98th no, on no. defense so no. that kind of gives me like, hey, 
I know that they they they're they're top this. They might be a top team, but I'm sorry. I'm like I'm not backing a team that's 98th on defense. Like you got to be able to get a stop in the tournament, and that tells me you know that's a sign to me that like hey this Purdue team or even another one here. We look at like uh, uh, you know one I'm looking at here LSU 118th on offense but second on defense. Okay, well you're gonna have a game in the tournament where you got to score. That tells me a little bit like hey LSU. Eh, they, you know, they, Maybe can win a game in the tournament, right. not much more than that. Would you say going through the games this Saturday, good card, bad card, so-so card? I think it's a good card. I agree. I think it's a good card. The more and more I thought about it easy, I think it becomes more and more impressive. And I wonder if you have this circled this game of the day. To me, game of the day is Texas, Texas Tech, again. Because if you remember, they played two weeks ago – that was Beard's return to Texas Tech. They got smoked. Texas got absolutely smoked in that game. That was Texas Tech's Super Bowl, Final Four, whatever you want to call it. Now, I think it's time for revenge for the head coach. And what's interesting is we don't have the official lines up yet as we do this podcast at 1025 on Friday morning. So I kind of had some fun guessing what I thought the line would be, and I'm kind of comparing it to Kempom. Listen, Kempom, folks, they are the resource and the tool that Vegas uses in making these lines. And usually, the Kempom prediction is pretty spot on to the line that you're going to see later on tonight or Saturday morning. Easy. I thought we'd have Texas favored by two and a half. They only have Texas as a one-point favorite. I'm a little surprised by that. Yeah, that that's uh, that's a, a little bit closer, but they, I guess... Texas Tech is playing well. They've won five of six. They're coming off that huge win against Baylor. Um, they did beat this team by 13. So I guess you're seeing a little bit of the respect there um, in, in that sense. So Good you buy, know. Los, but it's a good spot to take Texas, though. I'm going to be all over Texas. I, I agree with you. Now, let me make a counter. You talk about the best game of this weekend. That Tennessee-Arkansas game looks pretty damn good. It's appealing. It is appealing. Just when you, talk about the way, the when you talk about the way the two teams are playing, too, about, you know, Tennessee just beat Kentucky, the role they're on, they've won 10 of 11. That would be my kind of like, that's a really good SEC matchup. But no, getting back to the thing, I agree with you. I think this is a Texas game. I think last time, I think you nailed it. It was Texas Tech Super Bowl, Chris Beard coming back, the whole thing. Um, Texas is playing well, coming off a road win at, at Oklahoma, getting one point. I, I don't like betting. Personally, I don't know how you feel about these JJs. I don't love basketball spreads that are that close. Um, just because, you know, again, basically you're betting money line at that point. So I'm not. See, I kinda, it's funny you say that. I actually prefer it because when I am favored by a point or two, that's that's it. It's about the confidence in who I feel is going to win betting the game. Money line, well, that's the thing. Like if Texas Tech is favored or Texas, excuse me, is favored by four and a half or five, I might be sweating out free throws in the final 30 seconds of the game. That's definitely yeah, yeah. I, I saw how about how about you want to talk about a backdoor cover the other night. I'm not sure if you saw this. UConn was like five and a half against Seton Hall. And Seton Hall I did see Seton it. Hall oh, lost boy. by five. They were down ten with like twenty two seconds to go and they they ended up losing by five. I was like, Oh, because I turned the game off that I was like, ah, the game's over. And then they, they covered because of, you know, last second shenanigans or whatnot. Uh well, and that was a game with your UConn Huskies where everybody and their mother was betting UConn. They locked that line in at five and about 75% of the betting public mm, was not a pretty end. I, I'll tell you, side. JJ, I'll, I'll shift uh, gears just here for one second. Cause I don't know if you thought the same thing. Um, so, you know, I, I did as our SI.com, we did our betting picks the other night is a different sport, but 
I, I, I was picking that Celtics 76ers game the other night. And I'm just looking at the line. And it's like Celtics. It started at like Celtics by one and a half. Then it went up to three and a half. And I was like, okay, this line makes no sense. Celtics on the road favor, but I still took the Sixers. I was like, I know in my head it's wrong. I shouldn't don't go against Vegas, but I was like, this line makes no sense. Then I was out somewhere and I look up and the score is like a hundred to like 32 in the second quarter. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I see why I should like, like everything in my gut said, take the Celtics because this line makes no sense. And then the Celtics beat them by like, you know, 132 points. Hey, listen, when you see line movement like that and when it doesn't make sense more often than not, not always, but yeah. more often than not, Vegas knows I, I, what they're I doing. I was just like, this is, uh, you know, Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. Because I was just like, this line, I, I don't get it. But And then they beat them by, you know, into smithereens. Yeah, but 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 yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you tomorrow on Texas. I think I think especially. All right, so we got Texas. Texas, a family play right out of the gate. All right, let's get to your boys. They're playing Xavier. They're five and a half. I, I jotted it down easy. I thought UConn would be a five and a half point favorite. And I was pretty damn close. Because Ken Palm has them as a six point favorite. And I think that's accurate. They're coming off a win against Seton Hall. Xavier is a team that's trending in the wrong direction. They're trending to the point where they could be on the outside looking in when it comes to the NCAA tournament. The only fear I have with UConn in this spot is your next opponent. Your next opponent is Villanova. So in many ways, this has look-ahead city written all over it. But if UConn is going to be a top-flight Big East team, this is a game you should win. I agree. I like UConn on the money line here. So you would not feel you would not feel great laying six. No, I just, that's what that I told me. Like, you would not I feel great. I don't love UConn getting that many points. I, I mean, you know this. Uh, 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 you know, you, you see my text. I, I don't think this is a great UConn team. I think they have their flaws. Six is a lot for for a team that I think has some offensive issues. Um, I think you're right, Xavier. I think needs to play with some desperation here, especially after getting throttled at home by the Johnnies the other night, which is which is a bad loss. Um, I, I don't like. They've lost three or four easy. They lose to DePaul and St. John's in three yeah, of the last four. But, Not but great. they beat UConn in that stretch. They uh, did throw a win over UConn in there, but that should see that should throw in a nice revenge angle. I, I just for Xavier. This is a lot for UConn. I think. Like I, I don't know. I just well, for UConn. I, 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 I think UConn wins. Don't get me wrong, Jay. Games at Gamble, so the, so the crowd will be better than it is at the XL Center. Um, I, I would, I would, t- I like UConn money line, but I think I would take Xavier in the points here, just because UConn is also just so streaky sometimes with shooting that they can get into some rock fights sometimes like UConn's offense doesn't show up all the time. And their defense has actually this year been a little shakier. So like a team that beat them a week ago, getting six, like I, 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 I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't love that spread, but I think I would be more confident getting the six than laying the six. All right. So that's a money line parlay spot for UConn. And you like the points with Xavier. Uh, that will be an interesting one to see where it goes. Like, I think it will open up around five and a half, six. And I think, guys, you'll know, by the way that line's moving, how to act Friday night. If you see UConn money come in and that line goes the other way, mark my words on this. Go and bet Xavier. The other one at noon that I can't wait for is Michigan State and Illinois. And it's amazing, you know, easy. Illinois and Michigan State, they're both coming off losses, which is weird. I mean, Michigan State coming off a loss to Penn State. The Illini are coming off a loss. Michigan State's lost three out of four. And the Illini have been my kryptonite in the Big Ten. I feel like I, I I can't get them right to save my life, except for the Rutgers game. 
I did have Rutgers against them the other day. I was all over Rutgers plus the four and the four and a half. For a top 15 team, Illinois is a little weird like that. Like, yeah, like they're, they're a hard team to gauge. Stuff and so is Michigan State. Let's be honest. I think this Michigan is, State's not this good. Is in, Let's be honest. This is a not a vintage Michigan State team by I, any means. I don't means. think they're that good. I mean, I, I you know, again, like I watched UConn play them early in the year. I didn't think they were that good. Like this is one of the weaker Michigan State teams they've had in a while. Like I, I just don't think it's that good a team. And the Kempom rating. And I figured, all right, Illinois beat them by one in the first matchup. The game is at home for Michigan State. Uh, my guess would be Michigan State would be favored by three and a half. Not to be. I am seeing a one-point prediction for Michigan State over Illinois. You know what that tells me, Easy? That is a stay away of all stayaways. That is a game I have no interest in betting on Saturday. Zero. It's a coin, it's a coin flip and you gain no value either way. I mean, I mean, I would tell you like we're obviously we're in the prediction of making picks and stuff. I think I would take Illinois, but but again, that's a game where I, I want nothing to do with it. Like I just don't see, I don't feel confident with that pick. I, I don't really like it. I don't like anything like, but I think I would take Illinois. Getting you know, getting the point in, in, in there, but I, I I agree with you. Like that's a game where like yeah, I don't, I really don't want to touch that. I'm gonna give you two teams right now that to me I think are gonna be undervalued going into the weekend. I think Bama is gonna be undervalued because I think the metrics are gonna say they get blown out in this game. Uh, I'm seeing Ken Palm has them Kentucky laying eleven. Well, they already they pounded them in Alabama, so that helps. Well, that's the thing though. I like the idea of getting a team that can shoot the ball, getting points. I mean, I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be getting double digit points with Alabama. I know Kentucky's great. I know they're coming off a, a loss. So, easy, sign me up right now for no, no, I, with I, Alabama. I if I'm getting that man, and you know, I, if I'm getting that man, and I just told you, I mean, I think Nate Oates is a great coach. So I think you get a great coach, second chance. Uh, Alabama's playing a little bit well. They've you know they've won a few in a row. Let's see how Kentucky comes off this loss. Like I, I think Kentucky wins. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that like Arkansas, uh, sorry, Alabama is going to win the game, but yeah, getting 11 with a good coach. And again, especially, I, I don't know if you feel this way, JJ. I mean, with basketball, so many shenanigans can happen at the end of games that they could be losing by 17 and they hit two threes in the final 30 seconds and you get a backdoor cover or something like, you know, it, it's not like it, basketball. You can get so many, when you get that many points, there's so many chances at the end of the game to just make it up. 100%. That's one where I'm finding a little bit of undervalue. The other one where I think you're going to get a team off of a loss in a better situation, that's Oregon. I don't know what has happened to Oregon their last two games. They lose to Cal. They lose to Bobby Hurley in a god-awful Arizona State team. And Oregon's weird because they're right on the bubble. They have great wins this year. They beat USC at USC. They beat UCLA at UCLA. Like, those are wins... That should easily catapult you into the NCAA tournament. They got a lot of bad losses, too. Well, they're going to Arizona. And I'm not saying they're going to win this game easy, but this is the sort of game that Dana Altman's team gets up for. And I think the odds makers are going to look at the last two games. They're going to give Arizona too much credit. They're going to sell Oregon a little bit short. I think Oregon is going to give Arizona hell. And that's a late-night special. I will be all over. Remember I said this, all over the Oregon Ducks whenever that line comes out. I don't know if I'm going with you there. I mean, I guess I got to see. Oh, uh, you're not feeling it. I guess it. I got to see. You're not the, feeling it. I mean, That's it's hard, man. When you, you They just lost to, I mean, Arizona State on the road. I I, I don't know. I mean, I I, I get why. what. Do you, what do you think the Ken, I'll, I'll, I'll stop you right there. What do you think the Kempom prediction is for the game? 
I'm going to go similar. Maybe I'm way off, like 10 and a half-ish. We're way off. I had nine and a half. Okay. They have it 17. Now, I don't think the line will be 17, by the way. I do not. I think that line will end up being lower than that. I think that line ends up being around eh, 13, 14, give or take. I just seen them, though, beat top teams within the Pac-12. You tell me they can't be competitive in that game, Matt? I think they can. Oh, I think they can. But, I mean, again, this is where, like, like basketball is so weird in that they could be competitive and lose by 10. You could be competitive and lose 81, 71, something like that. I mean, man, JJ, I'm looking at here. Man, Oregon, boy. They fall. They're below. They're below the Cuse and Ken Palm. They're below the Johnnies. They have a very weird tournament resume. Yeah. Very, very weird tournament resume. And they got to still win in some games, or they will be on the outside looking in. Because you know what? Those wins against UCLA and USC, they're back in January. They're all. I mean, I'll give you this. this I understand. You know, like I've 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 had to remind myself of this, especially like you know uh, with poker and, and fantasy football and stuff process before results obviously obviously results matter i mean don't get me wrong i'm not going to be one of these analytics guys who's like the results don't matter results matter but the process is sound with what you're saying of why you like oregon and stuff like it's not it's not like i you could sell me on it i just personally i feel a lot better about it if they just hadn't lost to arizona state last time out but hey maybe it's a desperation i mean maybe that's the thing like you said maybe they know they got to show up in this game. Um, not that like, you know, I, I mean, I see it. I see where you're coming from w- with that game. Um, 17, boy, that that's, uh, I mean, I would jump all over o- Oregon at 17. Uh, but like you said, I don't think that's what's going to close it. Uh, how weird is it, by the way, that the ACC is going to have like five or six teams right on the bubble watch and they might have four teams. They might have six teams, but this is nowhere close to a vintage ACC and it means these games coming up at the end of the year mean a whole lot. Oh, like yeah. We got North Carolina, Virginia Tech. That's a huge game for both teams trying to get in. Notre Dame, Wake Forest. That's a huge game. Yeah. Miami, Virginia. All three of these games I like, lump in together because it's basically like survival. All of these teams are trying to survive just to find their way into the tournament, for goodness well, sakes. Man. It's a weird thing, JJ, right? In the sense of like, these aren't must-wins, but they're also like can't-lose games in the sense of like, these games aren't going to get you into the tournament, right? In the sense of like beating beating Virginia Tech isn't getting Carolina in the tournament, but they also can't really afford to lose these games because Carolina hasn't beaten anybody. When you start going through it, right? Like this be a quad one win for North Carolina, no matter. No, be no, a no. Huge but, win but for them. What I mean more in the sense is, and, and I get that is is what I was what I was more saying is like they're not the normal the, the ACC doesn't, type of game. Right, the ACC I get doesn't that. have those like top 20 matchups, right? Where like you could say, "Oh, Carolina's going to Virginia next week." They get that that's their their resume win, right? Like these aren't resume build like huge games because the ACC is down, but you have to win these because like you said, you, you got to build your resume up somehow because these ACC teams, unless you beat Duke, what's what's your resume resume? I mean, you just like none of these teams are saying, "Oh, we beat Wake Forest." Uh, okay, great. They're a nine seed. You, they're a ten beat, seed. And I'm telling you, beat Miami. Circle this one. Okay. Circle this one. North Carolina this week is in a great spot. Virginia Tech, I know they're really good at home. I know they're red hot. I know they're coming off a win against Virginia. I will be on the North Carolina Tar Heels, who will be getting points, I believe. I They have it, Virginia Tech, by five. I think that line will end up being closer to three, three and a half. I think North Carolina is a team that will be able to overwhelm them with some size. I am all over the Tar Heels this week. All over. After a loss, I think you get them in a good bylaw spot 
if they're getting smoked by Pitt. I think this is a good time to take North Carolina. I don't think Carolina is any good, honestly. I, I mean, either. I, but if it's now and yeah. ever for them, though. This is but now and ever it, game, Maddie, for North Carolina. Shouldn't have been that way against Pittsburgh? I, I mean, like at home? like Yeah, but that's the way it works, though. That's the way it works with some of these teams. They give you clunkers. They give you clunkers. I mean, Notre Dame gave you a clunker, and they survived it against Boston College. I get that, man. I just, who is Carolina beat like? I again. I, no, that's why they need I to win. Just, they need to win here. I, they need to win. Virginia Tech is playing. I mean, I'll I'll give you this. I do think there is Virginia Tech coming off the win against Virginia, due for a little bit of a letdown. While UNC, I think you said has to play, you know, with their backs against the wall. Um, so I I see it, man. I just this Carolina. I mean, why are we even talking? Like, it, it, okay, uh, let me rant for a second here. Like, why are we? The bubble is so bad that they're even in consideration because who have they beaten? Like, let's be honest. If you if you change Carolina, it's a bad if you resume. Change Carolina and put Butler on their name. Would we even be talking about them as a tournament team? No, it's, they would not have as much consideration. Who, like, who That's have they fair. Beaten? Nobody. That's fair. But again, compare them to other teams that are on the bubble. Oh, the, bu- the bubble is terrible. The bubble stinks. It stinks. It stinks. But I'm going to be in on Carolina. I think you could convince me there if they get enough points to take them. Um, with, with the spread, I don't know if I'd be uh, as bold to take them money line, uh, but I get where you're coming from. I just, man, I just, I have a hard time putting any money on a Carolina team. I don't think it's any good. All right. So, do you, I know you said that Tennessee and Arkansas was a game of the day. We're going to do picks, wrap it up in a matter of moments. Um, is that one of your best bets of the day? Like when you were going through the card and you were going through games that you liked and spots that you liked, was Tennessee, Arkansas on that list? Because I think it's a good opportunity to get in on Arkansas after Tennessee's big. Oh one. yeah, de- great de- opportunity. Definitely. To get I mean, in I think Arkansas. yeah, I, I, Arkansas is one of the teams I really like at home. I mean, like you talk about the teams, I, I agree with you. I was I'm on Texas totally. Um, I'm on UConn. That that's definitely one this weekend. Um, Arizona. I, I mean, again, I know I'm I'm taking a few favorites there, and I, I do like. So you're going to tie those into a money line parlay. Let's be honest, because you didn't feel great about laying six with UConn, and I. You're not going to lay 15 with Arizona, are you? No, no, no. I wouldn't do. The, you know, I'm, so. I'm talking about some some of the 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 money line teams here, uh, more so like the the straight up winners. Um, and, but no, I, I do agree. I mean, you look at this Arkansas team, 20 and six. They've won 10 of their last 11. Tennessee. I mean, that, that's just screaming for a letdown, right? Big home win against Kentucky. Got to go on the road. Arkansas. Arkansas notoriously a tough place to play. This this just screams Arkansas. Like like and and. I, you know, I might be willing to take the, we'd have to see what the line comes out at. I, I, I'd probably be willing to take a decent size points on this too, just because, you know, like this isn't a must win for Tennessee or anything. They just got their, a, a big resume win. Like, I mean, I, I'd be willing to lay. And home court matters so much in these games compared to the other sports, Matty, home court still in college basketball has an enormous, enormous impact. And I'll give you one more spot to be leery of. Actually, it's two. Cause I think. Both of these teams fit this description. Florida hosting Auburn, West Virginia hosting Kansas. Kansas and Auburn, all right, we're talking about seeding at this point. West Virginia and Florida are fighting for their lives. I'm telling you, folks, be careful with Kansas and Auburn tomorrow. Those are two games I would not want to bet with a road team against a team that desperately needs it. That's stay away city for me. Uh, stay away city. I'm not going to either one of those. Florida, games. I agree with you on West Virginia. I know. I, I West Virginia stinks. I mean, they've lost. So you're out on West Virginia. I mean, I don't think they're any good either. 
I just think this is a good spot for but them. What is what is the Ken Palm line on that game right now, JJ? Six. Six. Kansas beat them Kansas by, by Kansas six. beat them by 26 already. West Virginia's lost nine to ten. Put a fork in them. They're done. I think I, I disagree with you there. I think Kansas, I would I would lay the points. I don't think that's going to be a close game. West Virginia's not good. I mean, that like Bob, Bob Huggins legend. I have no faith that they're going to do Florida, spot though, for you. Florida, I agree, though. Florida, I think, can give Auburn. Uh, I think that they can keep that game. They can keep that game. You know, JJ, we're talking teams here. You, you were you were mentioning before about teams that you like, uh, maybe some road. I know I've been giving you some chalk plays so far, um, you know, but but or home teams. Virginia at Miami, I think, is a very interesting game. And I kind of think I like Virginia there. They already beat them by 13. Uh, they won four or five. I know they're coming off the Virginia Tech loss. I, I kind of like Virginia in the spot. I, I don't know. I think it's a good time to I, take I Virginia. I like Virginia. I, I do. And it's only a four-point Kempom line. I think a lot of people are going to bet Miami because of Miami's big win over Duke. I think that's still fresh in a lot of people's minds. I think Virginia's a good spot. I like a lot of the ACC card. For my plays this week, easy. We got a family one with Texas. I'm going to be on Texas. I'm absolutely going to be on Oregon getting all those points. I'm going to take the points with Oregon. I'm going to take the points with Alabama, and I'm going to say my prayers. But then the, the three in the ACC I like, and I am with you on Virginia. I am playing North Carolina. But then the other one, I like Wake Forest against Notre Dame. Wake Forest has been a good home team this year. Notre Dame barely got by Boston College, and I think the Kempom line. What it? And that what one is, is telling. Right? Wake's favored by six. I think that ends up being a double-digit Wake win. I really? think Wake wins going away. It's, yes, they do. I see. I'm one of those those guys who I don't think Wake's all that good, but I don't think anybody in the ACC is that good. So, so I'm not. I. That's a, that's a weird one because I don't think Notre Dame. Well, on. Notre Dame. It's weird with Notre Dame. They have the win over Kentucky. That's going to help them enormously. They have a pretty good resume compared to other teams within the conference. Right. I just don't like this matchup. They are not a big team. Wake Forest can bully you at times, and Wake Forest plays different at home. They are one of those teams that is different at home. So I'm in on the Demon I, Deacons. I'll, lay I'll say that. I'll, I will I'll absolutely say, lay I'll it. say that. Yeah, six. I might be tempted to think Notre Dame could keep it within three buckets or two, three buckets. Um, that would be one where, where, where does the hook, does the hook go down to five and a half or do I get the six? Like, you know, I would bet the pub, my guess, the public will be on Notre Dame. In that yeah. I would think uh, we'll find out tonight, but I now, will bet now, the public the thing, will be though, on JJ, Notre Dame. I guess there's sometimes game. like, you know, and I know I, I mentioned this a lot, like is how's Wake Forest going to respond to that close home loss to Duke. And at the same time, was Notre Dame looking ahead, right? Like, let's be honest. Uh, you know, my brother went to the uh, Boston College Syracuse game the other day, and he was like marveling at the fact of like what the crowd at Boston College is. Um, and like, let's be honest, they were probably looking ahead. Uh, not that like Wake Forest is a yeah, game, it was a look ahead spot. But, they survived, but it. they survived it. So, do they have their efforts in Wake Forest? They fought, but they didn't get the job done. I mean. Sometimes, you know, it's just sometimes so hard, but I get it. Like when you're laying like six points with a team, you don't think is really all that good. You know, I like, I never like but then again, I mean, see, that's the thing with this year though, JJ, like none of these teams are, are all that great. Like we're talking about all these teams, you know, like, like Illinois, uh, you know, a, a top, uh, I think, top, I think they're ranked 12th, right. Or, or in that range, they're, they're playing a Michigan state team. We don't think it's very good. And they're, and, and you know, like, look at what that line is. So like some of these, these games are just, you know, with these teams, it's just very like, 
it's hard to have confidence in a lot of these teams this year. Like they're very up and down, very up and down. So we'll leave it with this best bet for Saturday. There's one bet you can make. What would it be? You know what? I, I I'm going to, I'm going to go with one. I don't want to just do chalk here. Right. What, what's the fun? I was going to say, don't give me no, a team. What, that's what, like an yeah, eight yeah, point I'm favorite to win. Say, it's no not going to say Arizona to win. Um, Give me Bama in the points there. I, I think I think Bama. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Bama in the points. I like I, I like especially double digits there. The way they've been playing, they've gotten hot. Um, I, I I like Bama. Uh, you know, getting the double digit points at Kentucky. I think that they can they can play a more competitive game than they did last time. And I like I like teams getting double digits with a great coach. The best bet of Saturday: the Longhorns of Texas. Hook them, baby. They're taking oh, no, out no, Texas. You're taking the, they you're taking the chalk now. I don't think I'm taking a chalk. They're a one point favorite. Oh, I mean, I mean favorite, on, favorite. I was trying to take a team with with the thing. No, I, I, oh, well, I mean, I did give you, I did give you. Oregon. No, no, I'm, I did go down to the well and I, give you I'm, Oregon. It's like a fifteen and a half point dog. That, that game, that game's not going to end at fifteen and a half. I mean, I maybe, so maybe it does. I mean, you know, I mean, when you lose, when you lose to the, uh, when you lose to Bobby, to Cal and Arizona State, I guess anything is possible. I think does, anything is possible. How does how, how does Arizona State like seriously as someone who. Um, and, and I know it's not in there, but Scottsdale is one of my favorite cities in all of America. If you've never been, I could not recommend. No, I need to go. I heard it's, I heard it's love Scottsdale. One of my absolute favorite places in, in the world. How do they not have a good program there? I, I just don't get it. Like it, it, it should be one of the easiest recruiting pitches of all time to get guys to go out to Arizona. Well, it seemed like they were in the right direction. I yeah, mean, they were in just, a tournament for a couple of years with Bobby, but they have not. They have not won. Did they, ever, did they ever recover from the uh, Syracuse game? The uh, uh, when, 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 Oh, that first four from first a couple four, of years yeah. ago. Oh, that was fabulous. That was fabulous. You know what was fabulous? Your contribution. Thanks for stopping by. Matty Hall, check him out on Sports Illustrated. See you, man, and many talents. Good luck. Let's, let's win some hey, games this let, week. Let's, okay? yeah, hey, that, that's the whole business. Thank you for having me. Always an honor, JJ. My pleasure.